This is Such Fun, a podcast devoted to the discussion, education, and celebration of all things fisting. Whether you're a curious newbie or an elbow deep connoisseur, this podcast is for you. I'm artist Big Bug Geek, and I'm blogger Jazzmataz. Let's get to it. Let's have such fun. Hey, Adal. Oh, this is our first episode back for part two. It is indeed. Welcome back. Did people miss us? I missed you. Oh, I say that every time. Were people hungry for us? That's what I want to know. Hunger. The hunger from the deep. I have a very honest question to, to ask you. To ask me? Ooh. Yeah. Does this, does this chain make me no. look butch? Makes you look like a fucking fag. Okay. I kind of want to lick it up and down. Shove it up <laughs> my butt. It's hard. It's, 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 look, look, it's got a little it's padlock. Because, you know. Does that mean. Fact. Exactly. Are you kept? Are you owned? I own me. Came with a tiny little key as well. How romantic. Cute. Sure. Yeah, that was very me. <laughs> um, right. Uh, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Today we have Hot Wings UK with us, our special guest for today. Welcome. Howdy. Woo. Nice to be here. And Hot Wings, I'm going to ask you in a moment to tell your story, but. Um, uh, you're a bi guy, married, yep. with kids, yep. with a very, very big manhole. <laughs> yep. And uh, we love to see it. <laughs> and we've loved to see it online for a number of years now. Uh, and Kind of leading a double life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, whenever a bigger toy comes out on the market, uh, you get your hands on it and you make it disappear. <laughs> Give or take. And... Uh, <laughs> So um, why don't you give yourself a bit of an introduction? Uh, yeah, sure. So um, yeah, Hot Wings UK. Um, I've been doing some play for for many many years now. Um, obviously got um, got quite a, uh, a large large hole by the time I've uh, I've been doing it for so long. And then um, started showing some videos. Twitter became um, it blew up a little bit, and uh, it's really nice. I can I can share a bit of my my secret life. Um, I keep it a little bit separate to my normal life um, for obvious reasons. I, I, I uh, have a, a complex, I guess, for most um, most fisters. Um, they probably don't don't come at it from the same direction as me, where I've I've, I've had it as a uh, a secret hobby for a while, and um, and it's sort of happened in the background of my 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 relatively normal vanilla life, where I've settled down and uh, and had to start a family and things. So yeah, it's it's a it's a complex uh, situation, a little bit of a balance, um, but uh, yeah, juggling it, it's working okay so far. So um, it's good to be able to, to do both. How would you describe your sexuality exactly? Where, where, do you, where do you fall? How do you see women? How do you see men? I would describe myself as bi, I think. Um, but that, that, I mean, that's quite a broad term. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of uh, grey areas for, for some people. Um, and I don't like pigeonholing into like, you either are bi, straight or gay. You know, it's not that simple. Um, so I think, yeah, extremely flexible might be a better term for me, um, mm. both in terms of whole and sexuality. Um, so yeah, I, I've come to terms with letting myself follow the pleasure, uh, in whatever form it might take. Um, I find 
both guys and girls hot. It's all good. Um, although I have settled down on the straight side for my long-term relationship, and uh, maybe it's chickening out of uh, of things, but it's it's just less complex to fit into the society that way still, for better or worse. Um, and so, yeah, I think I'd uh, flexible is probably the best the best description for my sexuality. Um, always enjoyed, you know, as a kid, I would, I'd, I I guess I thought of myself as straight from early teenage years, but then I kind of realised that I quite enjoyed gay porn as well. Turned me on pretty much, or as more than straight porn. Um, to be honest, I don't think with anal and it was good, but um, I found that uh, you know the more extreme the better. Um, and I still find sort of girls or guys with feminine traits maybe maybe sexier in the traditional sense, but I do find guys hotter in the sort of more raw, powerful, you know, fuck me sense. That that just uh, yeah, that does something to me. So it's all good. And and guys seem to be better at fisting. I know that's probably quite a sweeping statement. Um, I'm not saying girls can't fist well. They certainly can. And, uh, you know, I know a few. They're good. But um, in my experience, you know, guys are stronger. They have more stamina. They're often hornier and just generally more into it. Um, and that's, you know, the attitude is really key. You know, a good top, a fisting top, has to, be, has to be into it and has to sort of want to push you for their own pleasure as well as, as, as the bottom's pleasure. So... I would have thought it might be the other way around that women, given their, I mean, probably not so much an issue for you, but, but, but given they generally have smaller, daintier, smoother hands, they might be better for fisting. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously they 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 they, they would, but um, I don't know whether, yeah, I, I, from my side, I, I played with toys way, way, way before I I took my first fist. Um, so needing a dainty dainty hand wasn't wasn't really um a requirement for me um you're already in the big leagues you're fine <laughs> <laughs> well like i say i just i just play with toys a lot i i uh you know my 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 first toys were um normal size but it was probably i think i looked i looked it up so my first toys were i think i got in about 2004 give or take and they were small you know one inch diameter um I got a little plug and and some uh, um, like a um, what was it called a, a long neck goose you know so about twelve inches long one inch wide um, and, and so I was playing with those for a while and I had also played with other things around the house I, I had a my sights set on a, a shampoo bottle you know um, in my my teenage bedroom that I thought was uh, quite sort of phallic shaped I quite enjoyed that um, so it's always the shampoo <laughs> bottle always. It's... <laughs> Uh, mag lights. They're responsible for many a bucket hole bu- on, on the internet. <laughs> blame, uh, blame, blame Calvin Klein. Yeah, it was a CK CKB bottle that had just really nice sort of smooth plastic. I just thought, yeah, that's that's oh, going yeah. to my bum. <laughs> How sexy. Um, uh, what was it like? Um, what was it like convincing your wife to uh, fist you and use toys on you? Because I I've seen some videos uh, of you two having quite a bit of fun. I believe she was wielding the the Ogre Four XL, the the video I saw recently, um, <laughs> and and uh, it seems like she's quite a pro on the thing. Uh, what was it like approaching that with her initially? Yeah, I mean, obviously now she's 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 really good at it, um, and uh, when we get some playtime, it, it, it's fantastic. Um, but early on, um, that was something that I was really nervous about introducing because you know we we got together. I'd kind of. I'd I'd mentioned that I kind of liked to experiment. Uh, we'd played a few things. I I was I explained I was I was into 
anal and things like that and we'd play with her a bit and then I was like how do I introduce that I like it because obviously that's um that's a bit of a, a taboo in a normal relationship right so you know, um at that time I hadn't really come out to her that I was fully bi and um so it was all a bit a bit sort of cloak and dagger and so I in the end I bought some like I actually went and bought some small toys that um were way smaller than the ones I was playing with in secret and uh, and I sort of said you know maybe we could use these and um it kind of went from there she, she was um more into it than I expected and um and that sort of made the relationship stronger and uh, and yeah we, we just got went from there really and by the time we married we were we were having fisting and, and horse dildos and all the rest so yeah it was all good um so that's what that's what's you know part of the relationship is is around that openness now and um and that that's really good to be able to to share something that is 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 our little uh private uh private thing that our vanilla life friends don't know about but obviously uh now and again i uh i put up a video um of some of our fun we don't feel much but um obviously it's uh it's good when she, when the ogre's out on the strap on that's uh, that's all good <laughs> is is there a certain rule that she has to take as much as you take <laughs> no so she's not she's 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 into anal but not like me uh and um she's not into the whole stretching thing she just uh um just likes it for, you know, normal normal i'd say so um yeah so uh she she does you know sort of I wouldn't say um, she doesn't really encourage me, but she certainly gives me the space to explore that for myself, and and that's you know that's that's a fantastic situation to be in where I can um, I can yeah take myself off to the uh, to the bathroom for an evening and uh, and have fun with all my toys. She knows about all my toys. She's um, completely fine with me playing by myself. That's cool. And then when she gets involved, yeah, even better. Um, but um, it's, it's I'll be honest, it's mainly. F- for, for my pleasure she's doing do, doing it for me rather than for herself so that's part of like why I, I like meeting other people as well which is um, um, you know because it's um, it's a two-way thing fisting for sure is is definitely about communication and sharing of the passion about it um, both ways so um, so yeah it's it's uh, it's that's, that's part of the reason why it's good to uh, to have some freedom is your wife aware that um, obviously you're not um, the typical fister um, in that, you know, you, you're certainly bigger than the average hole or or does you think all, all, all fisters can take as much as you? <laughs> That's a good question. I, I don't know. Um, I think she she's aware I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit extreme under the scale. Yeah. Um, it's, um, it's hard. It's hard not to notice that things just disappear, uh, and uh, there's almost no resistance. And it's like that. That's not normal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think it's something that. Um, yeah, it's. I don't know why. Why? Why it's particularly with me? It's, it's just obviously I've, I've, I've chased a feeling, and I really enjoy that fullness feeling, that stretch, um, and over time things got bigger and bigger and bigger, and. Um, yeah, and now now it's uh, now it's a little bit insane now and again. I look at some of my toys and I think, what what the hell am I doing? This is this is insane. <laughs> this is gonna, this is. There, but there was the video with the atlas with like when when Hanky's um, brought brought out brought out the atlas, like the biggest one of that. And I remember watching that video. I was like, that's too big. It's too much. You know, you got to the widest point, and then like 
No, there she goes. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, what's the Atlas? I think is still that's king of king of the toy box for sure. Still, um, it's I think seventeen and a half inches circumference in the middle. Decent. Yeah, so so not not actually the widest toy I've got, but obviously in terms of total volume, I think it's the biggest I can I can take mm. it almost entirely. So that's um, that's that's such an intense feeling. I, I can't really ride that for long or, or or hold it in for very long. It's just overpowering. But um, but yeah, it's it's an amazing toy. I believe you mentioned uh, online it makes you feel like you're going to explode. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound of that. I want to try that. <laughs> Yeah. How did he die? He literally exploded from platinum <laughs> silicone. I'm like, good for him. <laughs> what a way to go. Good died him. doing what he loved. He died doing what he loved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously there are there are risks involved in what what we do. Uh, certainly, when you take it to an extreme level, um, I do think toys are safer than fisting to a certain extent because certainly if you're playing with yourself, you're very intimately aware of of your feelings of what what's going where, how big it is, how much it's hurting, you know, you're in full control. And that's something you, you give up when you're playing with others. Um, you know, certainly with a, with a top. A, a top that doesn't take you to, the, to your edge is, in my view, not, not, um, you know, not, not as communicating as well with you as, as possibly they should, because part of, part of it is about that dancing around the, the, your limits really that you know you've just got to be just on the edge but not not over you know um and so that's that's where that communication comes in but um yeah that that's a really fine delicate tightrope to walk where you know you're 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 pushing limits but not too much if you know what i mean and um toys make it a bit a bit easier for that because you can you can judge um where you are speaking so, of walking on a walking on a tightrope uh, you can take a whole foot in your ass i've seen <laughs> videos of that as well um <laughs> tell us about that like you must have extreme trust for you, for the top that was able to do that for you yeah um that's not something i would strictly to be honest i probably wouldn't recommend trying it that's it's it's absolutely an exercise in trust and um uh, confidence that they 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 know what you're doing obviously you have to get to a very capable point before you even consider that um but the, it, it is more challenging the you know just simple things like positioning body weight and so on is is so so critical the, the foot isn't streamlined you know the heels juts out the toes go up inside sort of sideways once it's popped through um the toenails obviously are tougher than fingernails and you don't have as much feeling as flexible you don't have the dexterity and the feeling and the follow you can't follow the you know where the route that you need to take to get it in so it's um uh it's definitely something that um has to be done very very slowly and carefully to be safe and um yeah but it's 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 fucking intense and uh um it's certainly an experience i i think you know when you if if you want to do that you, you kind of know when you're ready i mean um but but yeah go go careful and um i would say warm up with doubles or triples first <laughs> i'm just feeling my toenails here um just just getting a little feeling uh i mean yeah. i have to get you into pedicures <laughs> <laughs> i mean I'd, i definitely want to go to go for a pedicure first yeah, nobody's taken these. I wanted to ask you, um, how, do, how do you go about choosing play partners? 
Either male or female. Yeah, it's it's. Um, I'm in a, uh, I guess, um, both a, a, a good and also a bad situation for that because I I have so few opportunities to meet. Um, you know, given my personal situation, so um, it's uh, it, it's really rare that I have the time and the freedom to uh, to, to to set up a session. So, um, in that way, I kind of have to be quite fussy about who I meet up, just because I want to make sure that I. Um, I'm going to get on with them. Um, uh, I'm going to have a good time, and uh, and vice versa. So there's al- always a lot of communication up front. Sometimes it's taken literally years to find an opportunity to to meet somebody I've wanted to meet. Um, and um, um, how do I how do I choose them? I, I don't know. I basically look at how they seem to respond on Twitter to comments and feedback. I I have used Recon before um, and Grinder, I think. Um, uh, to find to find some playmates, but it it, it tends to be uh, more difficult, I think, to to do almost vetting, if you know what I mean. Both in terms well, of well, just so much of your so 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 much of your personality and and your humour and how you respond to things comes through into which a a profile on uh you know a dating site does not. So that's I guess I mean I mean I mean for me I'll, I'm I'm more likely to to play with someone via their Twitter than their. Sell it something like a grinder or 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 even a recon because I'm like oh I I kind of get get an idea of who who you are and what you're into and and say so you're, you're completely agree with better, that better better yeah, yeah. I, yeah since I better, better vibe with since I found Twitter and set up a profile and things um I, I haven't really used anything else now um because I think you're right you you get a much more well rounded picture by looking at somebody's communication and how they how they respond to things what they what they like what they uh, comment on what um, what they you know who they're talking with and it you you run the risk of it being a bit cliquey um, and a bit of a closed community because there's like there's you know there's obviously fisting Twitter is is still quite a, a large a large community but there obviously are people on there with higher profiles than others and um, um, you know I don't want to be unfair to those who are uh, of a lower profile but um, they can't they can't help but be attracted to those who are um, posting really hot videos and that you can see that you can get along with you enjoy their their humor and they're commenting on the same sort of stuff that you you'd like and um yeah that it does just make it easier to get a feel for what the game is be like sexy that's what you're saying <laughs> i didn't say that but yeah i think there's an element of that <laughs> well I, I wonder if there's a flip side to that because uh, i've heard from a number of guys on twitter that don't have the hugest hole on earth that they feel a bit left out at times um, from the conversation or from yeah being being getting lots of guys interested in them. Um, do you have any experience with that? Is that something that that occurs to you? Well, well, there's, I mean, there's definitely people there that I would love to play with that I I, I don't think I could ever get their attention. Um, I, I I don't know. I think it's because it's something that I do as a um, it's kind of like a secondary to my, you know. I have a relationship. I can, I can, I, I don't, I don't rely on Twitter hookups for my sexual gratification. So, um, in that way, I don't feel so pressured. Um, and I think if 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 you were relying on it, and it was your only way to sort of meet other people, um, then and and you couldn't get the attention that you wanted, then I think it would be really, yeah, could be quite difficult. Um, but I mean, there's there's more to life than just Twitter, so um, you know, explore other opportunities. There's there's plenty of hot fisters that aren't on Twitter at all, you know. 
Um, that's that's one thing that's really good about you know interloping a bit. You know, even though I'm by, I, I I enjoy sort of the gay gay Twitter scene because there's the passion there. There's the uh, um, there's there's a there's a large community and the good thing about that is that that community isn't just in Twitter, it's also in the real life. You know, there's, there's fisting uh, nightclub events, um, there's, 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 a, there's a whole scene outside of uh, online. So, um, yeah, explore that as well, maybe. Do you give, ever get to, do you ever get to participate in the, in the, the live scene, the live fisting scene at clubs or anything like that? Nowhere near as much. It's a bit of a fantasy of mine. Um, I've been to a few sort of, Meet up. I've done. To, I've been to saunas and things and so on a couple of times. Um, had a lot of fun there. I tend to find somebody who's happy to do some fisting, but I, I've not yet been to like a dedicated fisting event. Uh, that that's on my bucket list for sure. Such fun the fisting party. I'm telling you, it's got to happen. When are you going to sort it out? I know. I mean, if someone can just give us like 10k, that like we'll do it. We will do it. All right. We're gonna hold you to that, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you need, you need, you need, you need to sell some more of those um, uh, dildo stands for us, <laughs> dear listeners. If you have ten k lying around, uh, just send it our way. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, this, this, this certainly highlights. Like, it's, it's kind of like if I imagine a gunge party, it would need to be thrown by people who are passionate about gunge if you throw a piss a fist party or a piss party um <laughs> you're gonna be passionate about it for you to accept the the cleanup and all of you know everything and ugh, like it's a bit of a no-brainer isn't it yeah i think so but um I, there's enough of a community out there that I, I i would imagine that someone somewhere even if it's not the uh such fun one you know so there, there will be there will be a good party going on all the time somewhere i'm sure and I will be there one day. <laughs> nice. You'll be our honoured guest. And now a lovely word from some people who'd love your money. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Hunger FF here. I'm excited to be a part of such fun. So let's celebrate by giving you a 24-hour free trial membership. Sign up today on HungerFF.com. Select one month membership and use promo code SUCHFUN at checkout to get free access. I'll see you pigs there. I do have a looked at a stack of wild mushrooms and thought they'd be great up my ass. Oh yes. Every bump and flare of the Mordax dildo just caresses your insides perfectly. It's the perfect balance of length and girth and the big heavy balls at the bottom make for a sturdy base when you're going for a wild ride. I love that mushroom textured whatever going on with the Mordax. It's like a, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh. and then as you take it out, it's like so. Imagine that, like, on repeat. Imagine putting that on a fuck machine. That's a mushroom ride I can get behind. It's next level. It's next level toy. Top Toys is made from 100% body safe platinum cured silicone, catering for people of all levels of experience. They offer clear, easy to understand sizing guides so that you know the toy you're buying is right for you. Top Toys is also a proud queer owned and operated business. Go to toptoys.com where you can shop their entire range, as well as fisting accessories like gloves, play sheets, X-Lube, and branded apparel. For European customers, Top Toys now ships directly from Europe, so no need to worry about hefty customs charges. Alternatively, check the website and find a retailer near you stocking their range. Have fun. And we're back, we're back in the room. <laughs> do, you, 
Actually, do you have any horror stories about uh, about your kids finding your dildos or anything? Walking in. Mm, yeah. To be fair, I mean, I, I'm, I'm I have to be pretty disciplined um, in terms of separation and making sure they're sheltered from this. I, I don't feel like there's any. There's no reason why, in my mind, that I should um, combine my my two lives. If you know what I mean. You know, I, I certainly want to protect the kids from it. There's no, there's no need for them to be exposed to the depravity that is uh, the fisting scene. Um, and um, so, I, I, you know, they're, they're only young, so they're they're a little bit innocent. I've had some close calls where they might have, you know, scampered in and run into the ensuite, and I've left some toys drying in the bath or something. Um, but as a rule, I've managed to like, you know, oh, don't go in there. Or, or normally, I'll just keep the door locked um, where if there's toys out in there. But um, uh, I've installed some locks on my my toy wardrobe so they can't go wandering in and uh, rifling through and seeing seeing something they shouldn't. So yeah, so far so good. Um, weird. There's obviously some eye bolts in my ceiling which for the sling, and they've they still think that the eye bolts are there to hold the the roof up. So <laughs> just get them a swing as long as it lasts. <laughs> An indoor swing for the kids. Yeah. All right. Yeah, do that. It doubles up as yeah, exactly. Two swings. There you go. Pull the hooks <laughs> Good for. Good plan. All right. I was just going to I was just, I was just going to say I, I actually had a conversation with a with a friend last night about um coming out and um he's a friend who's, who's still not out to his um his family, which a lot of people over the years have sort of expressed like dismay at that. I mean, they're um Italian and very religious. Um, so there's a number of factors going on there, and obviously people are like, no, no, it's it's good. You 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 know you know you you, you have to share this, and as and as I I sort of discussed, like, well, that, that that's that's an easy thing for other people to say, but if there is zero net benefit, other than perhaps, you know, um, you know, make it making your life a little easier in ter- in terms of having to ed- edit what you say, if there's no net net benefit to it, why do you need to combine these two worlds, or you know, come you know come come clean sure. in air quotes you know and I, th- I thought you know it, it, and it's obviously it's not the same situation but you know again you know people are oh you just need to be honest like well if there's if there's zero benefit to 100 percent tra- transparency do you i don't i don't think you do i think it definitely it varies from person to person and and your personal situation there's there's n- nobody from the outside can say you know uh, equivocally that, that you must you must come out to your family you must come out to your friends it, um for me, being bi, it's it's easier for me to be vanilla. You know, I've 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 got a, a wife and kids, and you know, nobody would nobody would suspect that. You know, on the on the on the flip side, I, I'm a, a raging slut, um, and uh, it would uh, it would be a case of, like you say, weigh up the pros and cons. What what's what's the benefit? Yeah, okay, my sexual life might be slightly less complex, but um, um, you know, I stand to lose. Um, quite a lot, you know, in terms of relationships that have been built around a persona and trust and an attitude that um, that might be shaken if uh, you know if that were to come out. And then also, I got to you know put my my family first. Really, my kids, um, like I say, I don't really want them involved in in this scene at all. So, um, you know, if, if it would make things difficult for them, you know, growing up. Um, it, it'd be a bit odd, you know. Um, having uh, it's not a traditional family unit, and and I'm maybe I'm old-fashioned, but I think a traditional family unit is still the, the probably 
um, one of the better ways to, to raise kids. So I don't want to rock the boat unless it's necessary. And, and right now, I don't think it's necessary, not for me. And, and I think everybody else in that situation has to make that decision for themselves. You know, do you want to rock the boat? What's the benefit? Um, sure. I think nowadays it's easier in a way. People are more accepting, uh, but certainly not, not everybody is. Um, and it can certainly make things more complex. So, yeah, it's, it's uh, something to think about. I'm sorry I don't have the the answer. I don't think anybody does. It's uh, it's something you have to decide for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so then going, going I suppose, in, further in this direction, do you have um, perhaps any words of wisdom or like, um, I'm just looking at my notes. Hey, hold on. I just had it. How do you get a big trashed hole? <laughs> How do you get a big trashed hole? That's what everybody wants to know. <laughs> How do you do? Oh, man. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every for every question I got um, saying that. Yeah. How do I get a hole like yours? Teach me. <laughs> Teach me, Dad. Teach me. First of all, start 20 years ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's probably how long I've been doing it. So it's not something that happens overnight. Don't rush it. There is no... There is no goal. Um, there shouldn't be, you know, except for your own personal gratification. And, and in all honesty, I, I don't see a benefit of rushing. You know, I, I enjoyed the the stretching feeling, the uh, the feeling of fullness, and I was just chasing that dragon. I, I get the next toy up to to experience that because I had stretched and you know taken my biggest toy, and and then it wasn't big enough anymore, and I'd I'd, I'd be on the lookout for the next one. So. Yeah, it's um, it's almost endless. I th- I think I'm be- I I must be now at the almost end of my my travels because now I'm I'm kind of limited by physiology now rather than uh, muscle stretching. I- I'm moving on to depth more now than uh, than, oh, really? than width. It's it's a good point you make actually. Um, you know, you were chasing a feeling rather than like. You know, you know, you know, in like a width size, or I have to do triple, I have to do this. You were just chasing a feeling, which was just that feeling of fullness and stretching, and then that just naturally led you on to things. Yeah, exactly. So, so as long as you were kind of satiated, then you know, then you just sort of kept going with it. I mean, I, there's an element of that for sure in that you know, I'd I'd watch fisting porn and they'd be so t- turned on, and I'd I'd, I'd say, you know, I I want to be able to do that. So there's an element of that, yeah, sure. But at the same time. Um, I, you know, I've, I've taken it way further than necessary, <laughs> and and that wasn't because I was, you know, aiming to emulate anyone. It it was because I wanted to uh, to to try, as I say, go for that feeling. Um, inf- inflatables are a good fu- good fun for that as well, because you can you can get that feeling of fullness um, without necessarily needing to stretch your holes so much. So um, you can try that, and then obviously the next frontier for me is 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 depth. Um, um, that was always more difficult for me. That I, I I started on the width first. I had short, stubby, fat toys and um, and and fists and and uh, and things. Um, and it it was quite late in the day where I started taking things longer than say I don't know ten inches or so. Um, and now now I'm depending on the top, give or take. Lower bicep now, um, give or take, and it. Uh, and some long long toys like um, I don't know the Asmodeus is probably uh, a good example. I think that's like twenty three, twenty four inches long, give or take. Um, yeah, 
which is obviously tickling tickling the ribs for sure. Do you find something special about uh, about the depth seeing as it wasn't it wasn't your natural area, something you had to you had to develop over over a longer period? It was a different type of feeling. Um and yeah, it's it's a different uh, experience. I think it's something I I initially because it it seemed to be more difficult and I I kind of didn't didn't stretch depth um early on, so I kind of went quite wide and then it was now my wide toys don't don't fit deep enough um so it was almost like out of necessity to f- to fit the the bigger wider toys um I, I need to be more you know, need to open up some some room deeper so that that was an, an influence but then also there's obviously the second second sphincter or it's not really a sphincter it's more like a, a fold or a bend and um what they call it splenic curve i think it's called um so it was more about straightening straightening out you know the 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 guts and things and um being able to take a deep i think i think the way people do that is going to vary based on your physiology for me it was crouching down onto a longer toy um that that seemed to work the best for me open things up and uh and eventually yeah it was the goose series i remember the goose they got like a bulbous head like about I think I've got the medium, large, and big motherfucker, and um, yeah, the, the, I remember each time I was thinking that's that's a uh, when that finally sort of pops through that curve, um, it's it's it it opens your your mind and your whole. <laughs> it's quite a feeling. Right, indeed. Um, you make your own uh, bases for toys. Tell us a mm. bit about that. Yeah, so um, that was kind of out of necessity to begin with. I had uh, what it was the Boss Hog from Miss um, Hanky's Toys. It it liked to spring and fly all over the place, especially when it's covered in lube, and um, it was hard to balance on. So you get it lubed up, and it would just uh, it wouldn't just stay put. So um, so I made a uh, I made a heavy base, and I, I it was about two or three inches thick, um, and um, with a vacuum lock um, probe on it. And uh, and that was good because it it was heavy and it weighed it down, but it also um, raised it off the floor slightly, which was which was good for me, onto crap to crouch onto, um, at the time, and um, I've been using it in videos and and people ask me where did you get that base from, you know, so um, I realised that other people had the same problem and uh, wanted toys to be planted solidly to play on, and um, so yeah, I started making some making some like a a plaster based base for people and um after a while i've switched to um a steel mainly because um it, it's it's denser so you get a lower center of gravity it's it's more solidly planted um and it's much more durable as well yeah, pretty much indestructible where the plaster ones are pretty damn tough but um they can be damaged more easily so um yes yeah, so steel is still is the way forward and um um yeah, my workshop is uh, is able to do steel now, so that's that's good. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a bit out of stock. I I need to uh, I need to get back into it. I'm I've, I've got ten on the go, but I it's <laughs> it's a spare time hobby. Are you going to do custom colours for people? I used to, I used to, but the problem was that it took too long. So it's much easier to um, spray paint ten at once, and then let them dry, and then turn them over and spray paint another the other backside all in one go and it, if I was doing custom colours I have to um, do all them one at a time and uh, and that slowed me down a lot so 
At the moment, I'm only doing them in just black because that was the most popular colour. Um, but I don't know. Mate, send me a message on Etsy, maybe, maybe. <laughs> if, if you convince me. Um, but uh, I did some freaky like custom colours when I used to make them one at a time. The, the problem was that it would take like people were waiting like six weeks, whereas now I can, you know, if it's off, if I make a batch of ten and they're all the same, then I can just ship it next day, which is which is much better. Um, so in order to just kind of uh, bring things together, wrap things up a little bit, um, do you have any words of encouragement for guys that are in your position uh, as far as married life goes and, and playing with toys and playing with guys and all of that? Yeah, I, th- I think there's... There's kind of two aspects to it. There's 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 people who are by and happy with that and uh, and and just sort of hiding it away, and then there's people who are straight who really like fisting uh, or, or or anal play. Um, there's there's probably more straight fisters than there are gay fisters. I know that's a weird thing to say, but just the sheer numbers. If you go on online and look at videos of like fendom fisting or, or, or strap-ons and things like that, um, pegging. You know the comments are full of guys saying, "Me next, please." You know, ruin my hole. You know, um, so it, it, you know, and they're they're not necessarily gay. It's just a, uh, um, a thing. So I think you'd kind of have to disassociate the, the the fisting and the toys aspect from the relationship aspect because it's not the sexuality thing. Is it's not the same. There are there are plenty of straight guys who have discovered that anal play is, is feels amazing. Um, so you know, th- there's no need to um, c- come out. I guess in a way, it's 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 just th- things are more people are more accepting than you imagine. I think um, f- fetish stuff is is more um, accepted nowadays than I think it's ever been before. Uh, if you're in a relationship and it's a straight relationship and you want to introduce some some bum fun, um, yeah, go for it. I'd say. I mean, I, it's it's obviously going to be a potentially an awkward awkward situation awkward conversation but um in my experience people are more accepting than you might give them credit for and um yeah um good luck uh if if it's a question of coming out then we kind of cover them that that's a that's a that's i think a different topic and um that you know that that may or may not be related to 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 fisting and, and, and toy play and things like that but um if you're in a if you're in a relationship and you want to introduce something new sexuality um next new sorry new sexual practice uh fetish or anything like that then um yeah go for it i think it's a shame if you are bottling something up that you really want to try and you don't want to bring it up because you're nervous about how you know what the reaction will be then um you'll be forever thinking about it and, and, and being maybe internally frustrated that you know you'd really like to try something but you feel like you're trapped and you can't um then uh, that's that's probably not a healthy way to to go about um you know your your sex life so um try and find a way i guess to to bring it up you know pick the moment <laughs> to introduce something like that um like like i mean not, like i say my my technique was to introduce some small toys even though they they were smaller than i was using by myself um that was a way to sort of gradually introduce the idea without blowing minds because i i didn't want to uh you know i'd, f- I'd fall in love i didn't want to freak her out and scare her off before i'd um yeah but at the same time i also didn't want to um you know i didn't want to go on hiding stuff and i also didn't want to go on 
um, you know, not missing out. So uh, the only option for me was to was to introduce it, but just to do it in a careful, controlled way that didn't uh, didn't freak anyone out. <laughs> so if you can find the same way to do it or or, or a different path, um, yeah, all play. Yeah, good good luck to you. I think that's some solid advice. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, Hot Wings UK, thank you for joining us. Pleasure. Anytime. Thank you for having such fun with us. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> That's corny. <laughs> I look forward to seeing you at the, uh, the Such Fun Party. I'll hold you to it. Oh, 10K, yeah. everyone. 10K. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a break now and listen to some lovely sponsors. How many of you enjoy putting music on for your play sessions? Quite a lot of you, we're guessing. Not all of us have the time to create lengthy playlists or risk a completely mood-killing song coming on shuffle. Now there's a solution. Rocksoft is a new streaming platform putting music and sound at the heart of your next play session. Unlike a playlist or a DJ set, Rocksoft is a custom, uninterrupted 24-hour soundscape of original music designed to get you in the mood and keep you there. Research shows that listening to music out loud during sex helps us focus, releases pleasure chemicals in the brain, and aids in connection with play partners. No more navigating multiple playlists or complicated interfaces, distracting songs, or awkward silences. Rocksoft is also an app made by Fisters for Fisters. Right now, they're giving away three hours of free listening. Download it in the Apple Store and Google Play Store today. That's spelled R-O-X-O-F-F. Go on. Go and get your rocks off. And we're back. And we're talking with Hot Wings. So it's a very interesting thing that's happened. Like, we recorded with you quite a while ago. And since then, some things, some circumstances in your life has changed. And we thought it would be a great idea for you to come back and talk about that. Where should we begin, BBG? Well, first of all, in the two, three minutes it's been for our listeners, it's been 10 months for us. So it's a whole new world. So we knew we wanted to catch up with you because we knew a lot of changed in your life since we originally recorded. So from what we understand, um, your circumstances have changed a bit more. So do you want to just elaborate on that a bit more since we last recorded? Yeah, I can do. So obviously we've been... Talking about um, how we're kind of trying to balance uh, a relatively vanilla life with uh, with a very sort of kinky life as well, and it's um, it's always been a difficult balance. And I've been I've been working to try and I wouldn't say bring those two lives together. I've always wanted to keep them separate, and I still do. But um, I'm trying to just be a little bit more open uh, with uh, with the family and and sort of try and get a little bit more, I guess I guess freedom, but freedom of conscience really, rather than um freedom to go and play but that's the sort of nice side effect of it is that um i can get out a little bit more often now um i can i can meet during the week or the weekends and things like that whereas before i had to make sure that it was a there weren't very many opportunities throughout the year and things like that Uh, maybe maybe some people have had to wait uh a year or more before they get a chance to meet me so i I went to my first fisting nightclub for example i went to uh, an event in london um and uh was able to meet a few people and um have a lot of fun there and i really enjoyed it which event was it it was the uh, ffc event in the bunker in london how did you like that well yeah it was really exciting i i, I was i was keen for it because i think it's something i've wanted to do for so long and it's never really been able uh never been possible to do um and um uh yeah i mean 
it was uh, a, a a buffet on selection for me, you know, and it's uh, something that's normally something that was uh, uh, tantalizingly out of reach. Now it's uh, now now it's there, and I think we had uh, a lot of fun. Um, yeah, two or three guys at the same time fisting me. That was that was pretty pretty good. So. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was fantastic. And um, the only, I, th- I guess the only problem there with the venue is it's kind of small, didn't have showers like that, so a little bit sort of cramped and messy. I guess it's not perfectly set up. Well, welcome to clubbing in London. <laughs> no one is going to fix that for you. <laughs> I think since we spoke, you guys have been to Darklands and things like that, and I, I've looked on in awe about that sort of setup and things like that, thinking I'd really love to be able to do that. So I've still got a lot of stuff in my bucket list. Um but I'm I'm gradually chipping away at it now. Very nice. So what were the things that you needed to be a bit more honest and transparent with your partner about? She she obviously knew I was um into massive toys, into into fisting. Um but I wasn't able when we started going out to kind of share that I was um uh, seeing guys and and exploring it that way as well. Um and so it's been a very gradual progression of trust to be able to open up about that from both sides like um yeah i think it's something that she uh obviously a bit nervous about it's obviously something that um i was nervous about sharing with her and it's it's better now it's in the open i think there's a there's a weight lifted um and um you know we can talk about everything now so there's no no secrets anymore and that that's uh, that's really important to me uh, i wanted to do that and um uh, and I think, although it's been a bit of a roller coaster to try and um, go through all that, I think I think it's all it's all working out fine so far. Had I done it differently, um, would have been open from the outset, and uh, and it might have been a bit smoother. But then, having said that, I don't know. It's it's different for everybody. Probably, it would have been quite scary to, at the beginning of the relationship to to come out like that at the beginning as well. So. I don't know if there is a perfect method or, 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 or you know journey for everybody, but I feel like you know there's been a, a big change in my journey. So um, yeah, I, I think it's uh, it's a, it's, a, it's a step in the right direction for sure. That has that honesty with your partner has that kind of permeated into other aspects of your life? Like does that does that just give you just a bit more kind of confidence with who you are or kind of what you're about or just? I don't think so personally. I kind of always knew who I am and what I am. Uh, and it's just being able to, um, share that with, with her. Um, I think that's made me, um, selfishly that's made me happier, maybe at her expense a little bit, because obviously there's a lot of unease there, um, that uh, she's got to get used to. Um, and, but it, it's, I'm, I've slowed things down a bit. I need to support her and, um, uh, build up, um, the reinforcement that you know i've not changed nothing's changed really i mean i can't really speak at all for straight relationships but the way it comes across to the gay world is that the vast majority of of straight relationships are about being monogamous and this idea of being faithful um when you approach this conversation with your wife firstly was she surprised to hear that you'd been fisting with men uh, like if you're comfortable to talk about this how did you guys navigate this idea of monogamy versus not this would never have worked if it wasn't built on an, a relatively open-minded 
mindset. That's what I was thinking. Like I've seen her shoving massive dildos inside you and I thought she must be pretty <laughs> open-minded, right? Exactly. She's not a prude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I don't think uh, the relationship would have, uh, would have lasted very long at all if it was, uh, you know, if there wasn't some some element of being able to share that sort of thing with, with her. So yeah, no, I, I knew from the outset that she was pretty open-minded and that, so that that was obviously reassuring. Um, but we're not completely monogamous. We, we, I mean, we are um, in a, I wouldn't say an open relationship. We're, we're very much in love with each other, and that's uh, that's unique. Um, but we do occasionally venture into sex clubs and things like that, and and we have had some sex parties and things like that in the, in a sort of in a straight way, not not in um not in a gay way. Although there is occasionally a bit of by by play as well. Um, and um, and so I knew I knew that she was relatively happy with that sort of thing going on. Um, but I think there's a there's a level of trust there that what you know what I'm doing with guys is is something that is we're not looking for any kind of relationship or um, any kind of long term um, pairing. In a way, it's less it's you know it's more about the physical activity and 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 not about the relationship at all. So uh, it's a very different a very different sort of thing to like a, a fully open you know relationship where where people are you know um in a, an, an open marriage as such it's, it's not an open marriage but yeah it is it is based on a level of open-mindedness i guess now that you've kind of um got past this hurdle for one of a better phrase um where do you see yourself going next in terms of your play and this and this kink that you're that you're massively involved in what's kind of the next so, the next thing with it that that you that you want to explore quadruple fist uh, obviously obviously well other than that <laughs> yeah definitely i mean um i i don't i don't i don't know that i have um any particular goals in mind as such now um getting to this point for me was really important and that that level of openness and, and honesty that that was that was the main goal for so long um now that i've got there everything's a little bit new and um you know the the, the options are open now and, and that's something that um um you know is is really exciting and, and and new to me so um so that's good obviously um i'd love to try a few things yeah quad, quad fisting is definitely one of them um i would love to be able to do some maybe some some international travel to meet people i've never would never have ever been able to do before um i don't know going to Folsom, going to darklands things like that are now potentially an option i don't know but that might be something i could think about now so you know that'd be really really cool um uh what else i've also i've started dabbling with um paid for content i've started up my just for fans and um that's obviously taken a bit of a hit recently because i've not been uh i've been taking it a little bit easy you know the last few weeks but um i'm hoping that we can re um, record some stuff and maybe maybe the missus will get involved and do a bit of pegging and strap on and toys and things like that in in there as well so we'll see um she seems a little bit open to the idea of of that so yeah there's some discussions to be had a lot of doors that possibly opened and I, I haven't really exactly figured out which ones i want to go down yet um that's what i was thinking it sounds very exciting but yeah it's an exciting time everything we're doing at the moment is is based on um awareness and openness about what what i'd like to do what she'd like to do and what she's comfortable with me doing and 
you know things like that so if i if i wanted to arrange a meetup or something i would i would want to effectively run it past her first you know um i don't think it's the case where oh well i was out and you know i just happened to meet somebody and we ended up you know fisting or whatever um i think that would still be a little bit awkward at the moment um and that's not the not where i want to go um so yeah i think every 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 relationship is is gonna have different end goals um i don't think but you know I still view our relationship as a monogamous one. I know that sounds weird, um, but it is. It's sort of on an emotional level. That's where I am right now, and um, and I don't see that changing at all. I have. I don't. I don't really want it to change. So it, it's 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 purely a a physical thing, and um, and I'm happy with that. And 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 uh, yeah. If things change in the future, then um, it's something that we would have to discuss. But um, yeah, I'm certainly not going to rush that or or even want to go that way really i I think in in a gay relationship that is i guess something a little bit sort of more common and easier i think i I don't know why but i have this stereotypical view that uh you know in a uh uh, in the gay gay circles it's uh it's more common to be a little bit more free and easy i don't know i think that's probably based on um, a reasonable representation, but it's not for everybody. Obviously, some some gay relationships are completely monogamous as well. So, each their own, I think, is is probably the best the best um, way to explain that. I guess I prefer to look at it as like queer relationships as opposed to specifically gay. Queer relationships are built on uh, rejecting norms and reject well rejecting social pressure or social expectations. One of those being monogamy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thereby, you know, being able to go out into into whatever we want to choose as as our romantic structure. Um, and inevitably, some people do decide that monogamy is what they want to do, but it's an active decision. It's like, I'm actually choosing this. I have every option available and I'm choosing to do this because this feels right for me. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think you're right on the, uh, what was it earlier? I think... Um... You're saying maturity. I, I think that it's in a way those sort of queer relationships are more mature. The ability to be honest with yourself about what you want in life and what you desire, sexually or otherwise, and to be free and 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 honest enough to to say that and and speak up and say that you want that and uh, and and the, and the confidence to to follow that path that is somewhat off the beaten track, you know. Um, so yeah, I think that's uh, that's, a, that's a good way of, uh, of putting it. Well, Hot Wings, thank you very much for joining us again, and all the best going forward. <laughs> thank you, Hot Wings. Pleasure. Yeah, good to catch up with you guys. Been too long. I'll uh, I'll catch you soon, hopefully. Thank you very very much. Happy fisting, everyone. Take care. Bye. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>